What's up, Ron? How's it going? It's going. Uh-huh, uh-huh. We get a, a lot to get through this week, don't we? Well, you know, it's it's all up to you. Whatever, well, whatever you want to get through, let's get through it. Well, I mean, you know, there's our president that's continuing to act like a toddler. Um, so same old, same old is what you're saying. There's, you know, gangs of, uh, armed, uh, you know, white nationalists, let's just, just call them Nazis. Cause that's what they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, storming our nation's capital with guns and the police seem to have used all of the pepper spray and rubber bullets and tear grenades and everything that they had on the peaceful protesters earlier. So they're just plumb out and they're just standing on the streets, you know, with their arms crossed, letting them do whatever they want. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep, exactly. That's, that's the thing when you, when you use it all on the peaceful people, that's when you don't really leave anything left for those actually causing chaos. But uh, I think probably more importantly, there is a shitload of Star Wars news out. Wait. What? Really? Really? No. I mean, in addition to, uh, you know, the Baby Yoda show being the best thing ever. <laughs> yeah. Um, so apparently they've decided to just make a show of everything now. Right. I mean, and, you know, from from what I hear is basically, you know, just put John Favreau at the be- at the forefront of it all. Right. And just let well, him. I mean, why wouldn't you? Right. At this point, for right. sure. For sure. You know, so now now you've got him as, you know, a a linchpin to, you know, starting the Marvel Cinematic Universe and you know now hopefully you know obviously time will tell with this but hopefully being the the linchpin for producing anything decent out of the Star Wars universe since arguably the original trilogy so let me let me run this past you and you tell me on on a scale of uh, one to hype, how hyped you are, okay? Okay. Here's here's the tagline. Ewan McGregor and Hayden Christensen make their much-anticipated return to the Star Wars franchise in Obi-Wan Kenobi, a series that takes place ten years after the events of Revenge of the Sith. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, to me, the only thing that seems less fun than watching Ewan McGregor age in a cave is bringing Hayden Christensen back for anything. <laughs> All right, so you're you're telling me that you are you are on a scale of one right now. I am. I am a skeptic. Um, okay. you know, okay. I mean, they, they have done a lot with Mandalorian and, and I love it. Um, but watching Obi-Wan get old, uh, well, Anakin prances around being a little bitch some more is, <laughs> is just, it's not on my list of things that I really want to see. Mm-hmm. Sure. Well, I, I would have to fall on the scale of. Um, it, it's probably going to be in the, um, the roughly around like mildly interested, um, but leaning back a little bit towards cautiously optimistic. Right. And the reason why it, the, okay. Two things. Cause it, it, it's always two things with me. Number one, out of the horseshit debacle that was the prequels, um, Ewan McGregor was one of the highlights 
of those prequels, right? And even with the shit that he had to work with throughout those movies, um, I thought that he was a a pretty good Obi-Wan and, and I'm okay with that. I know. So I, I agree with you there. I, I thought he did a good job as Obi-Wan. Um, I loved watching him fight Grievous. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, but I mean, we already know the story of Obi-Wan. He went into exile in a cave mm-hmm. on Tatooine mm-hmm. and, you know, I don't know, spanked it while he watched, uh, you know, Luke uh, do chores for Uncle Owen. Yeah, well, I mean, let's be real. I mean, honestly, there was always something there between him and Aunt Beru. You know, they they didn't really have a chance to fully explore that, but you know, you you could see a little a little twinkle in her eye when when his name <laughs> was brought up, and you know, there she there was definitely some, you know, hey, I'm gonna go to the market for a little bit, and then you know, she comes back and oh, it it, it I got hijacked by some Tuscan raiders and they took it all, like you know, th- there was something going on, obviously. Obviously, someday, but... someday we need to we need to watch Revenge of the Sith. Well, just the end, and okay. and we need to watch the beginning of New Hope, and we need to calculate how much screen time she actually has <laughs> in all the movies. <laughs> just just tally up the whole thing, and you know, okay, she was in a grand total of uh, two minutes and seventeen seconds. Okay, we're gonna round it up to three minutes. Three minutes of screen I'm time. Bet, she got it. I'm gonna bet it's less than forty-five seconds. Forty-five. Se- oh no! See, I was definitely gonna go between like the two to three minute range. You think so? Well, I mean, again, if we're rounding up. Um, well, you heard it here first, folks. This is this is our bet. <laughs> this uh, is our bets now. Yeah. What what you need to do is go to Joe Rogan's YouTube channel <laughs> and comment "Eat a bag of dicks." No, no, um, no. Hang on, hang on. We've been we've been doing this all wrong. I I've totally I totally forgot. But the the barrage of internet commercials and advertisements has reminded me. That Joe Rogan is now a Spotify exclusive. He Ooh. moved. He's not on YouTube anymore. I, I, I remember some people on that other podcasts. I was not getting anyone's comments. Right? Right? It be, I mean, because they're trying. Obviously, they're trying. Our, our massive following uh, that we have on this show, they've all been trying. But we haven't been getting it because... We totally forgot Joe Rogan is not putting his podcast on YouTube anymore. It's on Spotify. It's a Spotify exclusive. So can you comment on Spotify? I have no idea. Just because he didn't want our fans reaching us. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think, uh, in order to find out for sure, everybody's going to need to go and comment on Spotify to let us know if we can comment on Spotify, because I don't know. I, I don't, I don't use Spotify. I refuse to do it. I, it has no appeal to me. That's, I mean, it's, it's an interesting question. No, I'm, I'm, I mean, I have a Spotify account that I've used here and there, but I'm not a, uh, a Spotify, I wouldn't call myself a Spotify user, you know. Does, does Spotify uh, even have a, a a free tier anymore, or did they get rid of that like Hulu did? See, I don't, I honestly don't even know. Um, I mean, I had like a free tier account know. back in the day, and then, you know, who yeah, knows? Yeah, and that's, if, if I still have one that that is where it's a free account. I've never paid for Spotify. Um, and so, yeah, I, I can't say for sure either. So here's the deal guys. If you think that, uh, that Ron is right and that it's more than 45 seconds of, of airtime total, go on Spotify and comment 
uh, eat a bag of dicks at Joe Rogan's podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and if that doesn't work, go on Twitter and <laughs> just tweet at Spotify, eat a bag of dicks for Joe Rogan. And they'll make sure that the comments get sorted in the right place. <laughs> they will. They will. It's on a. Uh... Hand, if you think that I am correct, <laughs> what I want you to do is mail a bag of dog shit to Alex Jones. <laughs> and we don't worry. We'll we'll get the tallies um, and we'll know who you think is right. Hint, it's me. Um, <laughs> okay. Wow. <laughs> So so just to recap though, Greg thinks that that Aunt Peru's screen time between both movies <clears throat> is somewhere between the um the, like the 45 second to I'm going to say like a minute, minute and a half range. I think Greg or Ron, I think that the the total of Aunt Peru's time is somewhere around 3 to 6 hours. So if you think that I'm right, comment on spotify or twitter if you think that greg is right send the bag of dog shit to alex jones okay so again like 45 seconds or three to six hours who do you think is right that that should tell you all you need to know and what you need to do all right so so the second thing the the second thing that would be this show no, so, no. Hang on, hang on. The second thing, okay. all right? Because I will take uh, Ewan McGregor reprising Obi-Wan again. Probably one of the, out of what's left from the prequels, you know, save for, you know, like a Darth Maul scenario because I I consider Darth Maul more a, point, uh, a part of... Um, the Clone Wars, really, than than the shit show of the prequels. But the the second reason, and and this is why I I step back and I'm more towards like the cautiously optimistic. I'm I'm, <laughs> ooh, it uh, it it's still a little scary to me, but I am at least interested to see what Hayden Christensen will do without George Lucas's shitty ass screenwriting um, and even more abysmal directing um, that, that he went through during the prequels. I'm not saying that I am any sort of Hayden Christensen buff or that I have enjoyed a number of other movies that he has been in however i do think that a lot of the shade that is well deserved within the prequels a lot of times has less to do with uh the with the actors themselves than it necessarily does with the person who wrote and directed the movies Right now, I'm not going to sit here and and defend and say, oh, God, Jake Lloyd would have been the best young Anakin Skywalker ever if George Lucas hadn't done it. I think Jake Lloyd probably would have shat the bed no matter what. Right. But again, who picked him? Well, I mean, George Lucas. Right. So Hayden Christensen could absolutely fall in that same boat. Uh, but I, I, I'm interested to at least see where this goes and, and how things happen with other people at the helm besides Lucas. Okay. So that's, that's where I'm going to sit as, as not, not at a complete one out of that. I, I think that this is going to be just slightly more entertaining than watching hobbits walk to a mountain. Wow. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Now, Fair enough. here's here's the next pitch, okay? All right. Following her live-action debut in The Mandalorian, 
Ahsoka will finally get her own standalone limited series. Mm-hmm. 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 That's it. That's all you need right there for the hype meter to be <laughs> through the roof. <laughs> Basically, the the way that I would equate this in in other terms, right? If 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 I was like you and, you know, it, after your first description sitting at a 6, right? I I would immediately be at midnight right after this. Like this you know, is, from... I mean, it's it's Ahsoka Tano, it's Rosario Dawson. I mean, I am like full tent pole here. This <laughs> is the show. Like, if Mandalorian was a good show, like this is is going to just be phenomenal. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. Ahsoka chasing down. Uh, Thrawn, like I, I can't wait for it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and you can't give me enough Rosario Dawson. No, absolutely not. Um, she is definitely one of those, um, completely underrated actors that, um, it has just never really gotten as big as as she really should have quite honestly i i absolutely love it it makes me very happy she's i i was so happy seeing her and and keep in mind right i i mean i watched the show but i like i purposefully don't seek out this kind of information on on a very regular basis because i want to enjoy the show Right. And not get caught up in all the bullshit of whatever. Um, but I saw her on screen as and and I just I was like, holy shit. Perfect casting, perfect character to bring in, perfect spinoff series. Like mm-hmm. you've got it all right there. Yep. Yep. I hear it. So you bring up a. a a good point here and i i had jotted it down to actually come back to and then and then you mentioned it because i i wanted to get your opinions on like what would what would you call it the you know the the hype around things coming out and digging in and getting as much information as you can and things you know like there's there's this whole subsection of you know the internet and youtube in particular but you know like breaking down each one of the videos that comes out and going frame by frame and looking for easter eggs in the trailers and you know things where you know years ago you'd go to a movie theater you'd see you know five seven eight nine whatever trailers before a movie and like that's all you would have to go off of, right? Like you'd go in, you'd see some trailers, you might get hyped about some stuff that you saw, but then you're paying attention to the movie that you went there to go see. And afterwards, if one particularly stood out, it's like, oh yeah, and remember we saw the trailer for that thing, and well, what happened? And like you know, trying to recount that minute to minute and a half of of what you saw for the previews. But now everything's online. Everything can get completely dissected. Everything that directors or actors or anybody says on Twitter or in interviews or whatever gets parsed out word for word. What did they mean by this? What kind of, you know, and it, and it's led in our time to things like the J.J. Douchebag uh, mystery box, right, of keeping everything so close to the vest and locked up tight and you know, misdirection of, oh, oh no, it's, it's not Khan in our movie. No, no, he's, he's definitely, Benedict Cumberbatch is not playing Khan. He's, he's playing some other guy completely. Oh, wait, go see the movie. Yeah, he's absolutely Khan. Spoiler alert, by the way. But anyway, it, you know, like that kind of thing. Okay. If you don't know that Khan is the bad guy in Star Trek 2 by now, 
Uh, I'm sorry. I can't help you. No, no. But like, where, where, where do you fall in, in that sort of thing? And I, I, I have a feeling that your answer may just come down to, well, I don't really give a shit about anything. So why would I even pay attention to it? But what, you know, there, there's a lot of news here. There's also a shit ton of Marvel news dropped, all of that kind of stuff. Like, do you even give a shit? Like, do you try not to spoil anything before you go in? What What is your, what's your level what of where you are I'm, on that? Like, I'm psyched to see the listings of the new shows and the new movies, right? Like, okay, this is coming. Mm-hmm. And it's always fun to put together your own little theory on what's going to happen or whatever and see if you're right and make bets with your buddy on your podcast and then tell everybody to send Alex Jones uh, bags of shit, you know. Um, uh-huh, uh-huh. No, I, I, think, I, I agree with that. But I think that maybe there's a disconnect, and I don't know, it chalk it up to age, chalk it up to not being a YouTube douchebag. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But, um, and there, there are so many of those, right? You go on YouTube and it's like trailer breakdown and this thing and that thing. And it's all like, none of it is, is anything, uh, you know, it's, it's a bunch of nerds. Uh, breaking things down as we're want to do, which is totally fine, right? What about, like, what about reaction videos? Do you get a boner for reaction videos? Like, just the person watching the the trailer for the first time, and and you watching their reaction the whole way through. Look, I I want to <laughs> say no. Okay, I do. Okay, okay. Um, and and when we talk about you know the jackasses watching trailers and. And just reacting and like that's all they are. Um, you know, they're this one dimensional. They've got like one reaction and people watch it because they're like, he's going to flip out. Like, yeah. I, I'm i not interested. No. On no. the other hand, um, and, and this is going to sound completely probably hypocritical after that, but I am a huge fan of uh, MXR plays on, on YouTube. Okay. And literally, all they do, uh, it's a guy and his girlfriend, right? And all they do is go on Reddit, look at memes, look at videos, and react to them. Okay. So it's not even trailers that they're reacting to. It's just dumb Reddit shit that they're reacting to. Um, But they are, I I don't know how to explain it. They're, They're... at, at the same time, uh, they are a little edgy, but they're they're so wholesome uh, in in their interactions, okay. and but also not like Dawson's Creek boringly, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I I really don't know how to explain it. You just have to watch it um, to to understand it. But it's to me that is something completely different than than a lot of the other reaction. Uh, you know, you get a little banter back and forth between them and whatever. Uh, and then inevitably he says something stupid and is, you know, and then Jeannie looks at him and she's like, the fuck is wrong with you? Why am I dating this guy? You know, uh, okay. that uh, to me is entertaining, but that's like the only reaction type thing. Um, otherwise, like I, I just, I am not interested in, watching you frame by frame break down the trailer for whatever new movie. And some of them go even so far that it's not even just like, we're going to break down, you know, the trailer for the next uh, star Wars movie or whatever. Cause as much as I'm not interested in that, I understand the hype and I understand that there are people that'll be interested in it, yeah. but there are jackasses out there that are like, let's frame by frame, break down magic Mike. Like what? <laughs> Why? <laughs> like Why when you're not? doing half speed analysis of the notebook, you've mm-hmm. lost. Okay. <laughs> um, who is this content for? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> that's definitely 
I think taking it a, t- a step too far, right? As as much as you know, I'll I'll frame by frame break down anything that uh, that Rachel McAdams is a part of, um, because I absolutely love her. But I'm not going. I mean, I I get the hype behind. I guess what we would consider some of these, you know, um, these franchise installments of of things in a series, and and the fact that I I mean I guess there's probably a small slice of the internet that was really really looking forward to Magic Mike two, right? But uh, but can you really? Can you call it a franchise? I, d- I don't know. You know, it, it's but at the same point, like if you want to break that stuff down, fine, whatever. What what could you pick as the the track record for how accurate these things are, right? With with the Star Wars right. movies, I would say it's probably about 50/50 at best, right? Because of of the way that these things went and you know jj douchebag for all of his faults he he knows how to build that hype while cutting a trailer very very specifically um to give it evoke various emotions and feelings and all of that kind of stuff but it's it's just something I can no longer buy into. I I can't. Um, and the biggest thing for me is the the spoiler aspect of it. Right? It it used to be that you know you you'd get a couple of different flavors of a trailer, and then you know you might get one or two different TV spots that would air over time. But for the for the most part. It was the exact same thing over and over, right? You you weren't getting the, you know, teaser number one for the movie, which is like, you know, seven seconds of like... Boom, Star Wars. Like, you know, it and like, that's all you get. That's everything, right? Oh my God, new Star Wars. And then... Then you get the teaser for the first full trailer, right? Like, coming on Monday Night Football during halftime, you gotta watch, because we're gonna debut, here's your 15-second teaser for the minute-and-a-half trailer that we're gonna show, and then they show that minute-and-a-half trailer, and then that stays around for like a week and then there's another two minute, tra- you know, then there's trailer number two then there's trailer number three. Then there's TV spot. Number one, TV spot. Number two, like all of these different versions that basically by the end of it, just go ahead and, you know, YouTube DL, all of those files and put them together and you've got the movie right in front of you. Right. Like, it, it has gotten to a point of where you you don't even go in and sell a movie anymore. You go in and sell the trailer. Like, what can you hype to get butts in the seat or get people excited about this thing? Or now, in this case, subscribe to our Disney Plus as if they need more subscribers at this point. But apparently they do. Subscribe to our Disney Plus where you're going to pay for Disney Plus, And then we're going to try and charge you a fucking 30 bucks to watch uh, Mulan, which uh-huh. no one fucking asked for a live-action remake of Mulan, okay? Mm-hmm. I ain't got no Eddie Murphy. ain't got no fucking talking dragon, all right? Not interested. <laughs> yeah, so I I can't... I, I just... I can't get excited in, in the way that I used to when... Number one, there wasn't nearly as much to consume in the world, right? You had your basic right. channels, you had basic cable, you had, you know, what, funnierdie.com and, like, the early days of YouTube, and that was basically it, right? So, 
No, you've got 87 different streaming services that you've got to pay each one of them to be able to see their particular exclusive show. And evidently people are still making movies. You know, God knows when we're ever going to be able to go see movies again uh, outside of just waiting for them to get out of the theater where nobody's going to. So I don't know. It's, it's, it's a lot that I can't deal with anymore. And, and I, I have a specific breaking point of when it actually happened because I used to be that guy that would go on and I would find every trailer, every piece of footage, everything that I could possibly about the movie. And I don't know why, but for whatever reason, when the very first Avengers came out, it snapped. Uh, I can understand that. That, I think, was probably a snapping point for a lot of people. Um, you know, there was so much hype, there was so much buzz, and there were so many people um, just clinging at the ass hairs of it and, and trying to ride it on YouTube and on uh, social media, you know, uh, trying to give themselves a boost. Um, which, not that that's not what we're doing here with Star Wars uh, announcements, but... Um, it it just got to be too damn much, like way too yeah, much. And, yeah, and and in some ways, it, in some ways, I would say deservedly so, right? Because it it was it, for anybody who is any slice of a nerd like we are, right? To to have this culmination of you know what at that point for if if you're you know if you're a stupid person and and you consider the incredible hulk a part of canon i guess five movies but really it was the four movies that preceded it leading up to this team up adventure that you know the likes of which had not been seen up to that point right. and i get it i i was I was totally bought into it. I was counting down the days. I could not wait. And I had watched through like every bit of footage that I possibly could, everything that I could find. I was so excited for this thing. And you're going through this, let's just call it a journey right you're going through this journey with these characters that now to look back at it after what 22 23 movies throughout this whole universe so far and again not to mention all of the things that have have now been announced to continue this thing but at that point to, to go through four movies and you're sitting in here you're you're seeing this team up of characters and they're all coming together it's like no way i i never thought that something like this was going to be possible and you you spend the entire movie watching these characters go through their arcs and you get to the climactic battle in new york right and right the the um you know, playboy, billionaire, philanthropist, you know, the most self-centered guy on the team, right? He's going to finally... I believe it's pronounced full-on rapist. Oh, oh. wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, have some respect for the dead, okay? Please? Please. <laughs> but anyway, so... He... He's finally going to be the one to lay down on the wire, right? Instead of cutting it. And he's going to take the nuke up into the wormhole. He does it. Oh my gosh, what a self-sacrifice. He's falling back down. And oh my God, he's not stopping. What's going to happen? And there is that moment of realization that, that he's coming down. 
but there's no way they're going to kill off this golden boy in the first Avengers movie, right? Something's going to happen. Somebody's going to save him. And immediately, my mind goes to the trailer that I've watched 1,700 times, right? And in the trailer, there is the scene of Hulk ripping through the sky, grabbing somebody midair, and then grabbing a building and sliding down. Oh, wait, and guess what? We haven't seen that part of the movie yet. But wait, Tony's falling right now. Hulk hasn't... What's going to happen? Oh, God, fuck... Hulk is going to be the one to save him. He's going to jump up. Oh, yep, look, there it was. Great. Are you... Okay, like, is it still a great moment in the movie? Absolutely, right? He's the one that was so uncontrollable. He's sticking up for his buds. You know, he had just had the fight scene with Thor earlier where, you know, they crash the uh, Chitari thing down into Grand Central and he punches Thor. Haha, ha, comedic moment, right? But... Like, all of that, and for whatever reason, that particular moment, I just went, oh, for fucking hell. Like, I, I knew exactly how that climax of Tony sacrificing himself was gonna end right there. I I didn't, I, I wasn't able to let the movie surprise me, because I had already spoiled it for myself, seeking this out. Right. I mean, but you, but you got to enjoy the falafel joke. Uh, you mean you mean the shawarma, or shawarma? Yeah, the shawarma yes. joke. Sorry. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I I think yeah, the shawarma was really just a surprise for everybody, and it was yeah, so good. But I mean, I think I think though, for whatever sins that movie had, um. Hulk smashing Loki made up for it. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I, that was I, just, that's still my go-to gif when someone pisses me off. And I'm <laughs> like, I, I need to convey how I feel about them pissing me off. Yep. Absolutely. And it, it is, it, for all of the, uh, you know, now forthcoming supposed faults of Joss Whedon, uh, he, he has a way of being able to build a narrative structure around an ensemble cast in a way that pulls those comedic punches in a right way. And, and again, <laughs> you know, the, the punch between, uh, between Hulk and, and Thor, right. Where it was just, you know, they're, they're sitting in there, they've taken this big thing down, and then, you know, Hulk just smashes him. You know, <laughs> hearkening back to their fight earlier in the movie, right? Like, those little things that can be woven into a particular story. And that movie itself has, I, I have very few faults with it, even to this day. But... That particular one that I mentioned isn't even it's not even a fault of the movie, right? You know, you know, someone is going to save him, right? He's not going to just come crashing down to Earth, you know, uh, roadie style like Civil War. That's it, just yeah. that's not going to happen in in this type of movie. But the fact that I had spoiled it for myself, you know, at this point, it it has now over the last eight and a half years brought me to this point of where anything that's happening in, in the nerdosphere that I am excited about, I get some base information about it. I get myself kind of hyped internally. Uh, if, if it's something that I want to be hyped about. And then I basically go on, on like what, what John Syracuse would say is like a full media blackout, right? I basically try to avoid whatever I can as it relates to any of that property so that I don't have something spoiled for me. So, and, and that way I can, uh, I can enjoy it as fully as possible when it gets to the point of actually viewing it. 
Yeah, I mean, I... So, I will watch the trailer, right? Or, in this case, uh, you know, there's the announcement that these things are coming. Right. Trailer and number one like, is what I will watch. That's I'll, it. Like, so, I'll, I'll get hyped about the announcement. I'll watch the trailer, and I'll investigate just enough to make sure that Peter Jackson isn't directing it. And then beyond that, um, beyond that, uh, you know, it's, it's all my own speculation and theories and you and me jibber jabbering back and forth. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, because I don't want to spoil it. Mm-hmm. And, and anyone out there, uh, you know, the three people that happen to listen to us uh-huh. are not going to have anything spoiled by this discussion because I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Right. I think we've established that by now. Right. Um, I, I very intentionally don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> I, I don't want to know. Um, I mean, yeah, if, if you, know? you, if you want to have the original Avengers or, or Star Trek into darkness spoiled for you, then absolutely go ahead, go ahead and listen to this. Uh, because we'll sure as shit spoil movies that are, you know, eight to 10 years old. Like that's, that's not something that we have a problem with, but uh, yeah, to your point, not going to be spoiling anything that's happening right now because we don't know what the fuck is going on right now. So it, I mean, it's one of John, bro. I don't, you know, I, I got nothing. And now, uh, you know, if you are John Favreau and, and you are listening, what we would both really appreciate is is if you could if you could give us some inside knowledge we would request writing it on the outside of a brown paper bag and then filling that brown paper bag with dog shit and dropping it off in front of Alex Jones's house and then lighting it on fire then once the bag has been lit go ahead and ring the doorbell and just run just run away and don't look back. I mean, at, at this point... I mean, that is the best way to get information to us. Exactly. It, it really is. Because uh, we'll definitely have it. At that point, we can go ahead and take that information. We'll analyze it. And, you know, we'll we'll tear it apart. You know, word by word, letter by letter. Stomp, uh, stomp by stomp on the bag of flaming dog poo. We'll do it. We'll, we'll See, I've got to think, though, if I was in a position like that, I would go and I would find some, like, little YouTuber or something, right? Mm-hmm. And drop the information on them, right? And then let them go and, and make their speculation. And, you know, no one's going to care until it comes out and they're right about everything a couple mm-hmm. of times, right? Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, they're like the biggest thing on YouTube and then you just move on to the next guy. <laughs> so that's what I would do. Like so, some, like some, you know, Mac rumors guy who's leaking shit out of Apple about the next, you know, speculative thing. And then, you know, they, nobody really pays attention to him at first. And then they start to get a few things right. And then pretty soon you're whatever Ming Chao Ku and you're, you know, you're getting all the attention because everything that you predict is coming true. And then one day... Source just dries up, and that's it. You don't hear anything else, and you're never right again. So I, yeah, no, know, I'm fine with it. How can how can anyone still give a fuck about what the next iPhone is going to be? <laughs> like, you know what the next iPhone is going to be? It's going to be mm-hmm. the iPhone that's out now, mm-hmm. with a slightly faster processor, yep, um, slightly better and- camera. Right. And and that's it. Yep. And you know what the one after that's going to be? <laughs> it's going to be slightly better with a redesigned uh, case because they do that, uh, you know, every two years. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. And then that, the one, that's that one's, that one's going to come. But in, in, instead of coming in forest green or Pacific blue, um, that one's going to come in sunrise yellow. Because they're just they're just gonna change up the color, just enough. Just enough. So in any case, one trailer, that's 
that's what I will allow myself. And then from from that point on, it it's not full scale media blackout. You know, I don't I don't go the you know the whole like John Syracuse way of like installing Chrome blockers that'll change everything from the word Star Wars to you know fluffy kittens, and then every time you see you know something online about fluffy kittens, you know oh god that's a Star Wars article, avoid it, avoid it. You know I'm I'm not I'm I'm definitely not to that point, right? But if I see something you know that's about oh, next, you know, Marvel trailer number two reveals blah, blah. And I'm like, nope, nope, I'm just going to keep scrolling, right? Like, I I have enough self-control to at least be like, oh, look at that. I see a picture of Mando and Baby Yoda in a, you know, in a picture here on that thumbnail with some sort of title about this season of Mandalorian that I haven't started. And I just keep scrolling, right? And I, I, because I will get to it when I get to it, but also in, in years, in years past, I wouldn't have had that self-control. I would have been like, oh, well, let me at least keep up to date with this article. And then I'll like fill in the gaps when I actually watch the show or the movie or, you know, whatever it is. See, here's the thing. Okay. Cause you've, you've brought up a, a very good point here. Um, and, and a point about how I consume media, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that that kind of brings me to my next point. Because let's face reality, no one fucking cares what Rangers of the New Republic is. <laughs> and or <laughs> maybe whatever. The Bad Batch, I mean, that just sounds like, you know, clones with eyes where their ears should be or something. Uh-huh. You know, like I don't give a shit about the rest of this other than Lando, and I only care about Lando if they get childish Gambino back. Uh huh. Yep. You know, totally agree. Y- you give me that, and and because he was the only good part of Solo, y- yep. you give me that back, and I'll watch it. Otherwise, I don't. I just I don't care about a droid story. Um, you know, I don't care about spinoffs of Rogue Squadron or whatever. That was like, no one gives a shit. All right. Mm -hmm. You got Ahsoka, you got baby Yoda. That's what you need. All right. Yeah. Yeah. But okay. So I think the reason why I, I don't, um, find myself, uh, I guess as, as challenged by, by avoiding those kinds of spoilers is because I have very selective, like, like I have a, a Twitter list set up, right? That's all, it's like my news organizations that I follow, right? Mm-hmm. And within that, right, it's like, well, do you care about politics from this source or do you care about, um, you know, economics from this source or whatever, right? And it's kind of broken down and it's all in there. And, and so there's that to be able to digest, even if I just digest the headlines, like there it is, right? So I'm not getting spoilers from from that avenue, right? Yeah. Beyond that, I don't really watch a lot of TV other than stuff that is on like like I don't have a cable subscription or anything, right? right. I I watch if if I watch something, it's on Netflix where I don't have commercials or it's on uh Disney Plus where I don't have commercials. You know, the most I get is the teaser for the next upcoming uh episode of the show right yeah um i mean beyond that what do i have a Pornhub account right <laughs> i mean like there there's your entertainment like you don't need uh-huh. any more um and i challenge everyone out there because i think i could get away with just one of those um and be just fine mm-hmm. um but the but porn, that does segue me into my next point which is Pornhub shut down all of their user-submitted videos. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. They, uh, uh, this, they, this they shut it all down. This, uh, this I didn't know about. Okay. Yeah, apparently, um, and I, I am no expert on this, but apparently there were uh, videos that, that people were uploading that were um, 
I don't know if they were like child porn things or revenge porn things or whatever, but something happened there. And um, it caused a combination of both, I'm guessing. And and so when the news broke and it was found that they weren't doing anything about it, which I 100 percent agree, they they should have been policing that better. You're a fucking porn site. You know, you need to police this shit. But uh, it it. When the news broke, it was bad enough that the uh, credit card companies uh, pulled out. Um, and if you can't process your credit cards, you're no good as a porn site at all. Um, I'm sorry. So then they you, you just you just perfectly just absolutely yep just and just oh. left it there. Uh, you, and just you know pulled what? out and left it there. Okay, all right. So I I did see some some headline. Uh, was this late last week? Um, <coughs> excuse me. That uh, that Mastercard had had stopped supporting them or or <laughs> pulled out whatever. Um, uh, but okay. So like, it is it all of them now at this point? Like. Because because I didn't actually like click in and and investigate any of it, but um, so like the whole thing uh, blew up into uh, something and, big enough, right? I guess. And and so then now they they have taken all of it down. So um, you know, unless you're like a company that produces that content, you just you can't post it there. So so they have they have taken everything down or yeah, like they have they just have stopped oh well, they deleted all the videos oh off their well i mean let okay yeah off off the public facing site i mean obviously they still have everything well sure they're not gonna sure go through and get rid of that but yeah okay i get what you're saying it, wow wow what a development. um yeah it was like millions of videos uh-huh. uh apparently so wow. um there's that right uh-huh. yeah and then that couples uh, with the latest AOC news. Did you hear this? Oh, no. Uh, no, so so she's under fire again for being a decent human being, right? Oh, oh um, right. Yes, because, so you apparently, know. Jesus. Uh, apparently there was a nurse, and, and forgive me, I don't have the story up in front of me to tell you every detail, but apparently there was a nurse in, I want to say New York or, or something like that, right? Um, that also had an OnlyFans as a side business because she was only making like $15 an hour. Okay. As, as a nurse that, I mean, I don't see what's wrong with that. You know, being on the front lines of a fucking pandemic that nobody can seem to get their, uh, never mind. Sorry. Go ahead. I want to say it was uh, Washington Post or or some equally shitty garbage paper mm-hmm. um, that that broke this story and why I have no idea why you would break that story. Um, <laughs> but then so the, right, so the right starts going nuts as they want to do, mm-hmm. um, and she came out and she's like you know, leave her alone. Like if there's a scandal here, the scandal is that, uh, you know, she has to take a second job, uh, you know, and only fans to make ends meet, you know, uh-huh. like she's yep. paying these people. Uh, so now she is again, public enemy number one. Of course. Of course. Um, did you hear that, uh, or, or did you see, uh, it, it was an article where she was interviewed somewhere where she was talking about how with AOC was talking about how she had debated basically not rerunning again for a second term that basically with, you know, what has happened in her time of, of being in the public eye was like it, 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 what it basically came down to was that the, you know, the, the barrage of shit from 
not only the the right side of the aisle, but from within her own party to yep. stand up for human decency and like the the right for people to just live and be people in this country and the amount of resistance that she would get from within her own party um that you know she's she's not a career politician and like her ambition has never been to you know do this and work her way up to the senate and you know run for higher offices and all of that kind of stuff right like she did this because she felt like it was a sense of duty and you know she got a lot of um positive support to you know get her to run again and and continue to try and fight the good fight but basically just confirming what a lot of us have known for a really long time that it's a really horseshit job and you know the the people that are there they're there because they're mostly you know shitty career people that you know they just they all suck right for the most part um and yeah you know i i just you know i i hope that that she can continue to bear it um you know unfortunately let's be let's be honest uh bernie has fewer days ahead than he has behind so um you know there's gonna need to continue to be people that champion for us and if you or i were any sort of decent human beings uh we might take a shot but we're both shitty people and incredibly fucking lazy so we we both i I already told you my platform um you know vote for me i'll slap donald trump in the face with an octopus stick (laughs) yep yep and uh you know I mean, if if people were so dumb that they wouldn't vote for the guy that wanted to give them free health care in the middle of a pandemic, um, you know, maybe this works. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's hard to say. I mean, you did for sure get one write in vote. Um, So, you know, you've got that going for you. But I, I don't know what the official tallies were. Uh, we'd have to probably, I mean, how do you see that? Do you check with the state to actually see like the, the full list of, uh, of, uh, those who actually tallied votes? Cause usually they'll just clump them together with the two top candidates and then others. Uh, I kind of, I kind of feel like the only way that you would find that out, um, is if you were to write a letter to the Senate, address Mm -hmm. it to uh mitch mcconnell okay and uh make sure that you uh include uh uh, just a slip of paper that says eat a bag of dicks (laughs) um and then that that will uh serve as a formal freedom of information act request Uh um which will promptly ignore uh, Uh about releasing those those numbers Uh uh-huh uh-huh. Yep. But you you got to make sure that it goes to Mitch McConnell. Absolutely. Yep. Okay. Okay. I like it. I like it. Yep. So the yeah, the official quote um from AOC was leave her alone. The actual scandalous headline here is quote medics in the United States need two jobs to survive. End quote. Um, and yeah, she, she couldn't be more right about that. Right. And, and there have been stories about, uh, you know, teachers, uh, that have been fired from their jobs because one of the higher administration officials finds out about their only fans. Like, oh, that's interesting. What are, what, are, what's this male principal or this male superintendent, doing on this OnlyFans that they found somebody that they recognize and and they know works within their school district. That's weird. But all of that well, aside... And I, 
so I came on here fully prepared to implore the two and a half people that listen to us um, to to go and, and sub to this, uh, you know, and, and show support. But apparently it's been taken down. Of course it has. Of course, because we can't have anything nice in this world. Right? Yeah. No, can't can't do it. I mean, unless you consider COVID nice, because that's the only thing you're getting right now. Oh. <laughs> you're going to wake up Christmas morning, you're going to open a box, and you're gonna be like, the fuck, this is empty. <laughs> no, it ain't. It's full of COVID. <laughs> Merry fucking Christmas. <laughs> that's Santa trying to take it back, you know? <laughs> Republicans get COVID for Christmas. Ha <laughs> <laughs>